Heavenly Father, we thank you for Psalm 1. Please help us to understand it and to know you more and to love you more as we read it. Amen. Amen. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is the law of the Lord, who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Great job. Thanks for reading that for us, Lily. Well, kids, if you want to come down the front, you can get closer to the action here. Oh, well, a little earlier, Wesley was worried about being safe and secure, wasn't he? I was. You really were. Actually, I still am a little bit. Yeah. You know, actually, Wesley, we all worry sometimes about being safe and secure and and things going well for us, don't we? Kids and adults, we all worry about all sorts of things in life. We worry about baddies breaking into the house or we worry about driving on the freeway or flying in planes. We worry about running out of money or getting sick. I worry about all of those things. Yeah, well, like Wesley, we can try all sorts of things to try and make us safe and secure, don't we? Security systems on our homes and airbags in our cars and insurance policies for everything, investments for our future, even vitamins. Whose mum makes them take vitamins? Some of you. See, we can, we can do all sorts of things to try and be safe and secure and make sure life goes well. But, you know, actually, even though all these things are good, at the end of the day, they can't really make us truly safe and secure. See, far bigger and more important than all of those other things that we worry about is being secure and safe and surviving after we die, after this life. I worry about that the most. Yeah. Well, in Psalm 1, we meet someone who is completely secure and safe. Everything he does works out really good. Psalm 1 calls him the Blessed One. Ooh, the Blessed One. Does that mean he sneezes a lot and people keep saying, bless you, all the time? No. No, blessed means that God looks after them and keeps them safe and secure and makes everything work out really well for them. See, this psalm tells us what the Blessed One doesn't do and what the Blessed One does do. Have a look there. First, we'll look at what he doesn't do. Have a look at verse 1, everybody. It says, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the seat of the company of mockers. Let me guess some other things he doesn't do, Scott. Sure. He doesn't hide his dirty socks behind the couch. Probably not. He doesn't steal his sister's favourite soft toy and use it as a football. Hmm. He doesn't eat his mum's piece of chocolate cake from the fridge and blame it on his brother. 
Probably not, I would imagine. He wouldn't do any of those things, but you know, actually much bigger than that, he doesn't let the world shape him. See, the wicked are people who are guilty, people who are guilty of doing wrong things. And sinners are people who push God away out of their lives. And mockers are people who think that God is silly and that they make fun of him and fun of the idea that he really is God and should rule our lives. But Scott, doesn't that kind of describe everybody? Everyone does wrong things. Everyone pushes God away. Everyone thinks God is silly, at least some of the time, right? Well, that's right, Wesley. That is describing everybody in our world. We all do push God away. We all are guilty and we all do think, yeah, it's a bit silly that God should rule our lives and really be God. But the Blessed One doesn't. He doesn't go along with what our world says or believes. Hang on. Scott, are you saying he's never guilty? Mm -hmm. Never pushes God away? Never. Never thought that God or his rules were silly? Never, ever. Whoa. The Blessed One doesn't let the world shape him at all, ever. Instead, what he does is he lets God's word shape him instead. Have a look with me at verse 2. His delight is in the law of the Lord. That's God's word, everything God said. And he meditates. That means he thinks about all the time. On thinks about God's law day and night. Scott, Scott. Yeah? What does delight mean? Is that what Dad wants me to do when I leave every single light on in every room in the house? And he says, Wesley, can you please delight them? No, no, no. It's not like that. Delight is when you really, really love and enjoy and treasure something. See, the Blessed One, he loves and enjoys and treasures God's Word. And, and, and he thinks about it and he reads it and he thinks about what God said to us all the time, day and night. Does that mean he doesn't sleep? Doesn't ever think about pizza? No, no, no. It just means that he thinks about it a lot and a lot and a lot every day, all the time. Yeah, and he obeys it. Because he loves it and he can see that it is good and great. And, and because the Blessed One doesn't let the world shape him and does let God's word shape him, he is perfectly secure, safe and prosperous. Now kids, I've got a question. Have you ever planted a tree before? Who's ever planted? Oh, you have. Fantastic. Do you know what kind of... Tr- you did? Do you know what kind of tree you planted? Oh, an apple tree. Actually, Wesley, you've planted an apple tree before, haven't you? I did. Once I planted a little apple seed. How did it go? Well, well, it grew for a little while, but then it got hot one day and the sun came out and it shriveled up and died. Oh. I didn't get a single apple. Well, that's a bit sad. Well, where did you plant it? In a pot. Did you water it? Um, well... I did a few times, but then I forgot. Yeah, trees kind of need water, Wesley. But, you know, if you plant a tree beside a creek or a stream where there's water running all the time, it will always have water 
and it will grow strong and green and healthy. And you know what you'll get from it if it's an apple tree? Lots of? Lots of apples. That's right. Yum. I like apples. So next time, I just have to find a stream. Yeah, that's a good idea. Hey, Wesley, can you read verse 3 for me? I sure can. That person, that's talking about the blessed one, is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Mm, That's right. This psalm is saying that just like a tree that's planted by a stream, not like a tree that's planted by Wesley in a pot and doesn't get watered, like a tree planted by a stream getting lots and lots of water that gives it life and makes it grow and make lots lots of apples, the blessed one gets everything that he needs to live and grow and for everything to go well, to prosper. Because like water is what a tree needs, God's word is what we need to be safe and secure and prosperous in what we do. Does that mean he didn't have to worry about burglars, Scott? Well, I suppose, but actually the blessed one didn't need to be worried about burglars or sickness or anything, not even about dying. Because he was safe and secure and prosperous. When he stands before God, he had nothing to be afraid of. Even in dying, he would prosper. Scott, question. Hmm. What does prosper mean? Well, prosper means that you do well in everything. You know, you kind of succeed and everything goes great and wonderful. Even in growing apples? Well, maybe, but growing apples wasn't actually what the Blessed One came to do. We'll find out a little bit more about that in just a minute. But the Blessed One had nothing to worry about because he was completely safe, secure and prosperous because he had his roots deep in God's Word. Wow. I want to be like that, Scott. Yeah, me too. But actually this psalm tells us that the wicked are the opposite. See, people who are guilty of pushing God away people who are guilty of disobeying him, they're not like strong trees with the roots in the water at all. Wesley, can you read verses 4 and 5 for us? Sure can. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. Scott? Yeah? What's chaff? Ooh, I'll show you. Let me see. Kids, come have a look at this. You see that? Can, can you tell me what that is? Does anyone know what that is? Wheat. <gasps> yes, it is some wheat. It's a little head of wheat. And do you know what? Inside are little grains of wheat wrapped up in this little thin layer of stuff called, it's like a skin or it's called the chaff or the husk. And inside is where the wheat is. Hmm. Well, Scott, how, how do you get the wheat out if it's inside? Well, to get the wheat out, what you do is you bash it. You bash it up to separate the grain and the chaff, and that's called threshing. Oh, so that's why my dad threatened to give me a threshing that time I filled his best shoes with honey just before <laughs> Uncle Jim's we- wedding. 
Oh, Wesley. Yes. Well, after threshing the grain, after you break it all up, then the grain comes out of, this, out of the skin, out of the chaff, but it's all mixed up together and you need to separate it. And that's what you do next is you do something called winnowing. What you do is you put it all together, all bashed up in a basket and you go out where it's nice and windy and you throw it all up in the air and you catch it again in your basket. And the wheat inside is heavy. So it goes up and it comes back down and it lands in your basket. But all the little bits of chaff, well, it just blows away in the wind. And then at the end, you've got a nice big basket full of wheat and all the chaff is scattered far away in the breeze. Then you can grind up the wheat into flour and you can make bread and cakes. And lamingtons? I love lamingtons. I love lamingtons too. Yes, you can make lamingtons as well. So the blessed one is like a healthy and strong living tree that can't be moved, can't be blown away. The wicked are like this dry chaff that gets blown away in the wind. Yeah, that's what Psalm 1 says. That's not a very nice thought. It's not a nice thought, is it? But it is true, Wesley. See, unlike the blessed one, the wicked person does let the world shape them. They think like, just like the world does about life and about God. And they think that God doesn't matter the wicked person thinks they can do what they want and so they disobey God. This is called sin. Unlike the blessed one, the wicked person does let the world shape them and doesn't let God's word shape them. They ignore what God says. They ignore God and they ignore his rules. And so when God comes back and he says, well, why did you listen to the world instead of me? they won't be safe or secure or prosperous. The wicked is not safe or secure or prosperous. They'll have no excuse and be in serious trouble. God will separate them from the righteous and he'll keep the righteous safe together, but the wicked will be blown out of God's presence. Scott, I wouldn't want that to happen to me, but... I'm a bit worried that it might. I mean, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of disobeying God. I put honey in my dad's shoes and I hide my dirty socks behind the couch. I steal my sister's toys and I might have stolen the chocolate cake and blamed it on my brother. Mm. And maybe a few other things too, Wesley. Yeah. And I've let the world shape me and I've listened to what other people tell me instead of listening to God's word. And obeying that, I've thought that God was silly before. Hmm. Me too, Wesley. Actually, we all have. But that. But doesn't that mean we are all wicked? Yes, actually. Only the blessed one is righteous, but we are unrighteous. But Scott, yeah. who is the blessed one? How could? anyone perfectly love and obey God's word all the time, never do what the world says, ever? Well, that's a great question. The blessed one, let's see kids, can you help me? The blessed one is? 
Jesus. It's Jesus. That's right. The blessed one is Jesus. He is the one and only blessed one who is truly righteous. He's the one and only blessed one who never let the world shape him and who never disobeyed God and isn't guilty. The one and only blessed one who perfectly loved and obeyed God's word and delighted in it and obeyed it all the time. But do you know what? He actually came to rescue the wicked. Now, everyone, I want you to find in your Bibles, keep your finger in in Psalm 1, find 1 Peter chapter 3. You kids have got it on your sheets. 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 18. Now, it's right near the end of the Bible. Um, You able to find it in your Bible there? I seem to have lost my Bible. Okay, that's all right. I'll find it here for you, Wesley. It's right near the end of the Bible. It's after Hebrews and James. And it's just before Second Peter and, and the three letters of John, right at the end. And 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 18. Can I read over your shoulder? Oh, yeah. Here, you, read, you read here. For Christ, that's Jesus, right? Right. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death in his body, but made alive in the Spirit. That's right. See, the Blessed One, God's special King, that's what Christ means, Jesus was secure like a tree planted by a stream. Nothing could ever move or destroy him. And he was righteous, so he didn't deserve to be threshed like chaff. He didn't deserve to suffer and die. But he came to suffer and die in the place of wicked people like you and me. He died, but because he was truly righteous, he couldn't stay dead. He succeeded, even. He prospered, even in death, and came back to life. That's my favourite part of the whole Bible story, Scott. Mine too, Wesley. And you know what next? Uh, Next week, we're going to look at Psalm 2, which is, it fits together with Psalm 1, and it's sort of a little bit more of an introduction to the Psalms. And do you know Psalm 2 finishes the way that Psalm 1 starts. Psalm 1 starts by saying that Jesus, God's King, is blessed. Psalm 2 finishes by saying that everyone who trusts in Jesus to keep them safe will be blessed too. So, everyone who trusts Jesus to keep them safe will be safe and secure and prosperous, Scott? We will. And it doesn't mean we won't get burgled or have car accidents or get hurt or we'll become rich or anything like that. It means that after we die, when Jesus comes to judge, we won't be blown away like chaff. But we'll be safe and secure and we'll be blessed. The most wonderful and abundant blessings of heaven given to us. That sounds awesome. It sure will be. And do you know what? Once we've trusted Jesus... God watches over us and protects us. See that last verse in Psalm 1? Let us read it in verse 6. The Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. God watches over those who Jesus has made righteous and he keeps us safe and secure until the very end. Now we follow Jesus, we copy him. Like Jesus... We don't let the world shape us and tell us how to think. Instead, like Jesus, we let God's word shape us. 
reading and delighting and thinking about it day and night. Hmm. <laughs> well, before we sing our next song, I think it'd be great to read this psalm out loud all together. Does that sound like a good idea? It sure does, Scott. Okay, well, make sure you've got your Bible there. Or are your kids ready on your sheet? You've got Psalm 1. Let's all read together. Blessed, Blessed is, is the, the one who, who does, does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous. But the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you that you have sent Jesus, the Blessed One. Thank you that he didn't ever, not once, listen to the world, listen to the lies of the devil. Thank you that he never disobeyed you. Thank you that he never made fun of you. Thank you that he did let your word shape him, that he always obeyed you. And thank you that he died in our place and that he was successful even in death. He prospered. He rose to life. And that when we trust him, we too are blessed. And we too can be safe and secure in Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, it's time for your kids to head back to your parents and grab your seat.